everyone. Welcome to Season 4 of Books to Business Podcast. We're excited, and I kicked it off with one of my favorite, most simple books that can impact your business. I mean, this book, in a relatively short period of time, might unlock the key to generating clients. All right, the system, the process, the algorithm in Marketing Made Simple by Donald Miller. And this is Donald Miller's follow-up book to Building a Story Brand. And if you remember, in Building a Story Brand, he talks a lot about positioning yourself as the guide, the person that knows how to solve the problem in the eyes of the customer and everything that you do in your branding and your, in, your, uh, in your media. But Marketing Made Simple is a simple five-step process, a checklist that you need to build to build a sales funnel. All right, and that checklist is very well laid out in the podcast, and it's also very well laid out in the book. So I hope you enjoy this and learn about the marketing collateral and the system and the syntax, the order that can change your life. What's up, Stevie? We got Marketing Made Simple, a step-by-step story brand guide for any business by Donald Miller. Yeah. It's a follow-up book to uh, StoryBrand. Super, super simple. Like the, the main thing I just was, got was clarity just from this other book, but this was really, really helpful as well. Yeah, there's two big ideas you're going to get out of this book. It's clarity and execution. Those are the two, two principles, that the two foundations of executing a marketing plan I think you're going to get out of this book. And if you don't do marketing for your company, read this book anyway because what you get out of it is incredibly valuable. Um, because now you're going to be able to at least converse with some of these techie people that that tend to like say things that that uh, you might not know. But at least now you'll have the framework to build a, a funnel. This is really yeah. a book about how to build the sales funnel, written in English. Yeah, I liked when he talked about the difference between branding and marketing because I always hear those words as almost interchangeable. Mm-hmm. But right here, I have it pulled up. It says branding affects how a customer feels about your brand, while marketing communicates your solution. Right, it's a good distinguished. Yeah, piece. he he has it broken down to uh, if you you know the whole the whole book can be summarized into into uh, the three stages of the relationship that you got to take a customer through, which I'll I'll tell you in a second, and then the five part checklist to building a funnel for your business to sell any product. Because he's tried this in over ten thousand different products, yeah. it works for anything. It doesn't matter if you're a dental practice, a financial advisor, you're selling yoga lessons, or uh, software and a service. I mean, anything it works for, uh, that process. But I love the simplicity of it. In fact, if someone doesn't hire me to do this type of work, we do a little bit of this, but we do the kind of the, the finished carpentry. You know, if there's, there's a lot of carpenters out there, but sometimes they need finished carpentry, specifically when it, when it comes down to what, what the message is mm-hmm. and getting the, wor- the words correct so they, they work. But if they don't have the money to do that, I always say, hey, check out this book for 14 bucks. You'll learn more about marketing than you probably took in two years of college. Right, and he also, not only does he make it super simple, he outlines like a formula for each piece mm. of your your marketing plan, whether it's the one-liner really stood out right. to me when he talks about problem, solution, results. Right. And what I like about that one-liner is like, okay, you make sure you hit those points, make it, we always talk about try to do the, as least words as possible. Someone who just c- stumbles across what you do should be right. able to repeat it. And right. then you use it everywhere, social media, on your headliner, and that one-liner should just like tell your entire story right in one yeah. line. The one line is kind of... Um, you know, think about you get stuck on the elevator with someone famous and you mm-hmm. look up at them. Let's say it's Tony Robbins. He's like seven feet tall. And you look <laughs> up and he looks down at you, just the two of you, and he says, hey, man, what do you do? Yeah. 
And then that's where your one-liner will come quickly. That's uh, perfect, yeah. You know, we're, uh, the best example of a one-liner in contemporary uh, world, I think, is uh, the, the most recent election. I mean, Trump had a one-liner that, yeah. that uh, you know, no one knew what Jeb Bush wanted to do. A lot of people didn't know what some of the other candidates, and I can't even honestly remember what Hillary Clinton stood for, yeah. but Trump used marketing, and of course he had all the resources. He, he wanted to make America great. Everybody knew about it. Like that was his one-liner, I'm going to make America great again. And that, that, that he, he used that on, you know, over and over and over again. And people became familiar with that at the polls and uh, he won. You know, that's yeah. a, a good example. What was, what was Tony Robbins' one-liner? Could you remember it? Or what? I don't I wasn't in the actual elevator. I know. <laughs> I know. But like if you had yeah, to t- guess. Tony, it would be live with passion is Tony's yeah. one-liner. Yeah. That's what he uses. It's great. Yeah. I, I've, I met him a couple of times. I was in a couple of his uh, executive deals. He was interesting. That guy's intense. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, let's let's go through the three steps of sure. the relationship, and think of yourself as a shy young man, right? And you're maybe you're just in college, and you see a girl you like. You certainly don't walk up to the girl and say, "Hey, would you like to get married?" Right. You know the, the three stages of the relationship. Um, the first stage starts off as curiosity, because we're curious people. We come out of the womb curious. Um, the second stage is uh, enlightenment. So once you're curious, you want to learn more. Mm-hmm. And so it's enlightenment. It's a greater stage. And the last stage is commitment. So if you put those three together, curiosity, uh, enlightenment, and commitment, is very much like dating. Yeah. You know, when someone says, I'd like to take you on a date, uh, maybe we can go to a movie. Right. You know, a lot of curiosity may be happening in the person's mind. And uh, that's kind of what I like it. So you don't just run up to someone and say, hey, you want to get married? You say, hey, let's go on a date. And if they don't date you, they say, okay, how about I send you a letter or yeah. an email or a text? You know, emails, you, e- emails would be perfect for a customer. That's kind of how you kind yeah. of start it. Yeah, or you is, start it, or low. is email part of the, that's more of the enlightenment, right? You kind of get their email, get them curious, then they give you your email, yeah. and then they, you kind of enlighten them with more information. Well, it's a, it's a it's a framework. You know, he's got it all wired out. If you you know, the evolution of a customer is finding you know someone that's curious. And if you're in a cocktail party, for instance, you want you want to say something to to somebody else that makes them curious, right? right. Um, you know, if uh, you know if you're talking to a doctor, you say you know most doctors are struggling with online marketing right now that they don't have their office hours open, right? They can't see patients. Yeah. So if you're, if you're talking to a doctor at a, at a cocktail party, or now it would be under a Zoom cocktail party, I guess, the doctor, because it's a current issue with a doctor, is like, oh, how, you know, what do you do? I was, well, I teach doctors how to run their practice virtually. Right. Like That would be a very curious statement. They'd say, well, how do you do that? That's, that's kind of what you want to do in print um, in the curious stage of your relationship. You know? uh, that, that's, a, that's a pretty common issue right now. So anytime there's a crisis, there's, if you can create some kind of message that helps that helps people with that current pain right that's usually very curious to them what do you think your strength is curiosity enlightenment or commitment i don't know i haven't really thought about it i I mean i know what they all mean um you know getting someone interested in watching i mean we're doing tiktok videos right so yeah we're getting pretty good at understanding that yeah which is all brand new language to us it's like you know you got to say something in 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 under a minute that's right. interesting to someone. So you, what I do is I usually ask them a question and, you know, about, about something they, I think the audience might want to see. You know, I'm talking about people recreating themselves. So the last, the last video we did is, do you want to become your family's first millionaire? Right. 
if I ask them a question. Super curious. Yeah, yeah. Like they say, sure, how? Yeah. Right? So then you, you give them a little information about that. And, and that whole social media process is a process of creating curiosity. Mm-hmm. So someone leans in, and then once they follow you, you are also following up with uh, enlightening information. So they're getting to know you. That's, that's about educating and enlightening your client. And then ultimately, at some point, you're going to slap an offer on them. Like, you want to learn more? You want a higher level of learning? You want to solve your problem? Click the link and uh, come on board. Right. Like that's, that's a cool, I think, a cool process to do that. You know? But those are the three stages of, of the relationship. And then you know, ultimately... People want marketing. Um, you know, marketing is. Uh, uh, Peter Drucker said that client creation and innovation is the only purpose of business. Everything else is just expense. Mm. Like if people don't buy, there is no business. Right. Right. Uh, ultimately, so you 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 got to understand that the most important part of a business isn't the service; it's actually the marketing. You know, you can't have a service without any marketing. Right. And a lot of people really focus on the service without focusing on the marketing you know how are you funneling people into your business that's why they call it a sales funnel you know it's been glorified online you know digitally like the digital funnel is the answer to everything the sales funnel has been around since you know 25 years ago or almost 30 years now when i started the insurance business our sales funnel was a was an algorithm it was mm-hmm. a set of steps that you could use to get a result so our er, the first algorithm i was ever taught was the first step was knock on the door. Then the person would open the door and you would make eye contact and smile. Like that was the second step of the algorithm. The third step is to say something uh, to make a connection. So they always taught us to look around and, and, mm. and try to find something that you could com- be common <laughs> with. A lot of times if there was bikes, you know, or there was a baby stroller or yeah. something, you say, oh, you have a new baby. You know, we sell insurance to help babies. Uh, perhaps you'd be interested in learning more about it. That would be the next step. And then the next step would be to do a presentation. And the next step, if it, if it went that far, is to take an application, take the money, and leave. Like, that's a sales funnel. That's how, the, that's how companies like Prudential and John Hancock and MetLife became very small companies to very big companies that worked. And, yeah, I was going to say, and now you have... Facebook, which gives you like instead of the bike literally or the, the stroller in their garage, yeah. you have like a million different points of interest that you could kind of like throw an ad at for them. Oh yeah, I mean if you know if you know a lot about an audience, if you know what they're 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 having problems with right now, they're going to be like automatically wired to be curious to solve the problem. Like that's that's like evolution. That has nothing to do with any any marketing. It's like I need to survive. Like if a doctor now who has a big mortgage and kids going to college and is making several hundred thousand dollars into practice and then all of a sudden one day um, the CDC and the government says you can't go into the office and people only can do essential essential medical visits. They're out of business. So they have to get creative to generate revenue. So they had a very big problem. In fact, Zoom, like a lot of people are familiar with, you know, that, that one went off the charts like immediately. They went from tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of subscribers, literally overnight, because right. people needed to communicate through video portals, and it was a great system. The medical field had a very similar thing. They had, overnight, these, these virtual uh, medical apps did really well. Um, I mean, many, I'm sure most people even looked at that. So there was an instant problem. If a company was marketing correctly, you know, do you need, if you ask that, if you knew a doctor was online somewhere, and they are, you can find them, because Facebook, Google, and Amazon did all the research you ever need to find out who they are, where they are, what their family situation is, all that data you can buy for pennies. 
that they, they got for billions of dollars. And you can put a message in front of them, right, that makes them curious. And they opt in, meaning they, they kind of click, yeah, you got me, tell me more. And then you, you enlighten them. Then finally, you can make them commit. You say, mm-hmm. let's have a meeting. Let's, let's talk. Let me offer you something to help you solve your problem. That's the, that's the whole yeah. uh, framework of the relationship. That's any relationship in business. Um, what did you think of the book? I thought it was really simple. It made me feel like you can really outline everything you do mm-hmm. um, down to the one-liner because I haven't even come up with a great one-liner. We had Duncan do anything, which I really liked, right. but it made me feel like uh, it was almost a little too broad. Like dunk, they want to dunk, but they also, I want to make it more of like an A to B, like problem, mm-hmm. solution, result. So they're going to dunk, but is that enough? Right. I don't know. So I wanted to kind of say maybe like jump higher and dunk. So it's really, really specific. Yeah. Um, but I also thought it was so uh, powerful that this process can be put to any product, mm-hmm. any marketing thing. He says, if you have a team with all these different products, you could just run the same thing to them. Right. Uh, yeah, and then he also like outlined the actual sales funnel and every little piece of it and dove into those and had worksheets. So it's, if you really need something done marketing-wise, you can use this book as not just information of concepts. He has like the actual p- things you could answer questions, and those are really helpful. Like For example, he has a couple questions like, mm. where were they? Uh, what, pro- what problem does your product solve? Where are these questions? What will your customer's life look like if they buy your solution? Right. What consequences does your solution help customers avoid? And what does your customer need to buy? Why? Wait, what does your customer need to do to buy your product? Because a right. lot of times people leave out to buy now, right. or they don't really even follow up, like make an appointment, just making things like super, super clear. Yeah, it comes down to that. Those are the three stages of the relationship, and you wanted to do this for your business. Uh, it comes down to having five, just five pieces of marketing collateral that isolated on their own are all so simple mm-hmm. to, to, to create. You can literally create them in an afternoon. Like I've taught in this process to someone in one day. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first, you know, once you're clear on who it is you're going to talk to an audience, you want to research that audience forensically. Not like somebody that just kind of says, oh, I think doctors are worried about uh, X, Y, Z. You know, talk to the doctors. Ask them what problem they live with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I learned this this concept that, you know, like audience research from a, uh, a guide in Africa, because he was talking to me about mm. uh, watching the animals. Right. And he says, nobody watches the animals uh, like this animal does, because I want to see lions. When I went to Africa, I want to see the big cat. And he said that, uh, he says, if you are lucky to see a cat, the only way you'll see them usually is if they're bedded down, because they don't really run around like wild animals right <laughs> they, they they just sit and they look at a herd and they look at them for t- hours and they'll evaluate it and they want to break that herd off they want to attack it and strategize how to break that herd off from the many to the few and they create that strategy they look for a weakness they look for a pain in the herd or a weak weak animal and they attack and when they do the the, the weaker one comes off to the right and that's the one the animal uh, the uh, right. lion gets Marketing's the exact same way. You want to evaluate an audience that you're interested in, and there's lots of, you know, everyone has an interest, and some is obvious, sometimes not. Sometimes everyone wants to be everybody, everything to everybody. Right. You can't. That's what we learned in the last book. You'll lose it, right. You'll lose. Um, so if you're, if you're, you want to find out what the pain is, and when you have that, you got the, opp- the ability to create the first of the five, which mm-hmm. is the one-liner. It's a pain statement, really. It's like, um, the you know, most doctors struggle getting, you know, delivering appointments to people virtually, mm-hmm. right? Our software and coaching 
helps teach them the easy one, two, three system to do that in less than a week so that they can be more happy, healthy, and successful. Yeah. That's the three-step story, but it all starts with that first log, you know, that one-liner. Yes. And the one-liner came from like the Hollywood log line. Mm. That was a short, short little blip about a movie that was written. Um, so that's, that's kind of a cool process. Uh, the other four pieces of collateral, we'll go over each one quickly. Uh, the, second, the second one is a, a lead generating PDF. So once you have you know, a, a, a one-liner, then you've got to have an educational piece that people want. You know, I'm curious about that. I want that. Right. Right. And if you've ever been strolling through internet and uh, you see the, you know, the th- two foods that are killing you that you yeah. might be eating now, click here to find out which one it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's like an example of curiosity. When you click, they could say, oh, download this free nutrition guide. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, what's a, that's a lead generator because you've got to trade that with the company to get it. And that, tr- that lead generator should help them survive. Right. So this, in this example, I'm making this up flat on the spot, but in this example, if you, 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 if you made up a PDF for doctors and say, you know, the five, five easy ways to get online for doctors yeah. in the COVID-19, like people that are doctors, if you can get at them, they'd click on that. They'd want to see what it is. Um, and that's a lead generating uh, PDF. And then you need to, to get that thing to, to be on a landing page. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's collateral number three is an actual one-page website. That's what I want landing pages that, that makes it very painfully simple what the, the steps are. It should just be a massive call to action. It's like, here's your PDF. I promise you. Click here. Give me your email, and I'll get it to you. Yeah. Uh, and the last two pieces of collateral are both forms of email. One's a sales email uh, that, that asks them to, to become a client or to go to an appointment, and the other one's a nurturing email. So one will nurture them and massage them and give them more information. It'll 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 help make you more uh, more of an authority in their eyes. It'll start to educate them on who you are, the nurturing process, and then the sales process will be you know bam, click here, click here to get to to commit. That's the commitment stage of the relationship. That's a sales funnel. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, like and everyone wants to everyone wants to glorify what it really is. I mean, you ever see all these people who want to build funnels and. Like a sales funnel is nothing more than, than uh, the process of getting an audience's attention, asking them a question about a problem that you know they have, like you're almost asking them a loaded question, and then making a promise to be part of solving the problem with them and taking them through that exercise where they have to uh, be curious. So your one-liner comes in to make them curious, to get them to opt in to the landing page, all right, which gets them to click into an email relationship. They give you their email. You give them the PDF. So you get that number three powerful PDF to deliver on the promise. And then the emails start triggering from there, an email follow-up sequence of nurturing to bolster the relationship, get them familiar with you, educate them more, enlighten. And then finally, boom, sales email to close. That's it. That's yeah. the sales process. Um, and this book does a, I think it does a hell of a good job. Yeah, talking yeah. about that. The one, the other thing I was going to say is that it's it really stands out now that you think about it as like the nurturing of that relationship instead of mm-hmm. just saying like try to get them to click, try to do this. It's really look at it more as like every customer is someone you're trying to get to know, 
And the better you do that and the more clear you are with what you want to help them with, the more they're willing to do it because they're not just trying to buy something. Everybody's a little skeptical, but they get to know you. You fill them with good information. They almost feel that reciprocity where you give them so much information and so much value. They're like, oh, I want to, he's been so good to me. I want to like help him out with his business almost. Because <laughs> like when you, buy, when you go to download something, if it's really good, a free download, they're like, man, that was really good. It makes them want to uh, check out what you have more. So it really puts it into, it's not just a place to capture an email. You really got to like, you almost got to go, that's most, might be most important because if you over deliver there, it really makes them extremely curious to see what else you got. Well, there's a, a few, a few of things that, you know, from doing, I've done a bunch of these. So there's, there's some things you want to think about, you know, think about it as like, you're, this is the very first part of the relationship. So if you're clever enough to write sales copy and what that is, sales copy is copywriting is putting words in order, the right words in the right order that unlock the key to the problem of the brain. Right. So it's, it's, it's words that sell, all right? You can try copy. That's the beautiful thing about internet marketing now. Like Facebook, you can do it for dollars a day and test all kinds of different sales copy, different words and images that get people to click. All right, that's your one-liner, basically. It's basically getting their attention with the image and the words, get them to click. Now, when they click and they land on your landing page, that landing page has to be super clear. Okay, it's almost too busy. Uh, most are too busy where people have a hard time figuring out what I'm doing again because they forget why they even got there by then, the way we click. Once they click, you're going to be trading them their email for a PDF, and that PDF is a promise to help them solve a problem. If it's crap, here's where the mistake <laughs> is. If it's junk, right? Some yeah. people put junk out there. You just went on the first date and you took her to McDonald's <laughs> and you didn't even get a Happy Meal, you know? Yeah. You got fries. Like, you blew it. Yeah. And that's a big problem. Like, yeah. you blew it. And Could you over-deliver too much? Yeah, well, yeah. If you, if, you, if you solve the problem too much, right, they have no reason to keep talking to you. Right, yeah. the, the famous thing in marketing is uh, give away the why, sell the how. So don't give away That's the great, solution. Yeah. Teach them and say, because you're talking to a, a eight, four billion people right now in the world. There's four billion people right now on, on online, social. Online, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, assuming you're going that way, you don't have to. But if you're going online with four billion people and there are sometimes there's 2 million, 3 million, 5 million in your audience, yeah. you, you know, that's too many. You got to break it down. And you ask that audience a question, and Facebook bombs it out to everybody. Whoever's interested is going to raise their hand. Right. So you got to have a process to funnel those people into a system where they can ultimately talk to you because you can't talk to two million people. Got an interesting question for you. A little, a uh, little bit of a strange question, but if you were back knocking on doors, yeah, and someone told you this, this is before the internet, like yeah. especially how it is now. If they said, "Hey, you can market to all these people." based on their interests, instantly, simultaneously, yeah. hundreds of people at a time, what do you think you would have done? <laughs> oh, my God. Once I, <laughs> once I broke the code, I mean, my, yeah. my stories are quite simple. When my sales funnel changed when my son was born, because when my son was born, uh, as soon as he was born, on January 10th, 1992, the, the nurses came in, and they put ink on his fingers and his feet, right? Yes. And they stamped it on a card. And I was like, what, you do? what do you do with yeah. that card? She says, this is, the, this is how we make birth certificates. We file it on... You know, it's public information. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's interesting because every Tuesday night on top of knocking on doors, the second worst thing to do is to cold call. We used to cold call people from uh, the area when the birth announcements would come out in the paper. So if David was born on a Tuesday, it wouldn't be until next Tuesday, if I'm lucky, 
that his announcement would be in the paper. Mm. So that Tuesday night, you're going to get about 10,000 phone calls yeah. from insurance agents. <laughs> hey, you had a baby. Like, that's why people buy. Well, I found out how to get that information earlier. I did research, so I went to town hall, and I ultimately got the data first. Yeah. So if you had a baby and it was filed on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, I'd know. And the day you came home, I'd call you and say, hey, I guess you just had a baby. Congratulations. Yeah. I saw his card in town hall. And I'm wondering if you've updated your insurance since your new arrival. Right. I'd love to come by and talk to you. I know you're on XYZ Street. I'm over there, one over. I'll come by. I'll be on time. I'll share some information. <laughs> and I'll shake your hand. Yeah. Like, that's how I built. That, my sales funnel well, turned quickly. When... It got even better is when I ended up buying what's called a Pitney Bowes uh, mail machine. Mm. This was a machine in, in, the, in the early 1990s that you put paper and envelopes in and you could run it through a computer. It would print on the paper, fold it in three, insert the name of the client, and the, uh, it, it fold, insert, and stamp it. Hmm. So we went from knocking on doors to you know, making some calls to being able to send out thousands of email yeah. or thousands of snail mail a month and that's what really hit hit it for me so i i did mass marketing and then as the internet started coming i started dabbling in that not Crazy. not at the rate i should have if i did if i if i really if i really knew what i know now i would have went all in in like 1995 wow yeah i would have been that's if you have crazy. a cure for cancer right now if you do it's I not do. very hard to tell everybody about it if you had a cure for cancer in 1990 1990 and you wanted to tell people, unless the news picks you up for free, you would have had to buy flyers. You would have had to take out ads in the radio and the newspaper. You would have had to, I mean, you could never afford time on TV. Right. That was very expensive advertising. Like you wouldn't be able to tell everybody even if you had an amazing thing. So what this book does, it gives you a chance. It gives you a fighting chance as a business owner, a very small business owner, to get very masterful and specialized in a very small marketplace become an authority in it, get a very, very targeted message, uh, a one-liner in their hands so they go through your sales funnel, ultimately end up in your email sequence and become clients. And it's a numbers game once you figure it out. Yeah. It's all testing. This is the best 14 bucks you'll ever spend yeah, in your really, life. Yeah, it's, it's really helpful. All right. That's good. I mean, that's, uh, that's marketing made simple in... You don't have to read the book. Actually, I gave you all five components of the checklist. I gave you all three stages of the relationship. And there's lots of collateral online about this book. But I uh, hope you apply this to your sales funnel. Do your checklist. Be thoughtful. Get your one-liner. Get your lead generator. Build your landing page. Build your follow-up nurturing sequence. Build your follow-up sales sequence. There's your five, five parts to your funnel. Boom. Awesome. Everybody take care, and we'll see you in the next show.